Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome back to Unscripted from my studios here in Old Hillier. And uh, my guests and I have been through it this morning. I feel like we're fast friends because we've had multiple technology issues, and yet here we are. And so uh, why don't you introduce yourself, and we will go from there. Hey, I'm Rick Eldridge. Uh, I'm in Orlando today, uh, but the producer of The Mulligan, movie that was in theaters in April of this year and uh, is now... Uh, getting ready to be released uh, wide around the world in DVD, VOD, and every other uh, way you can get it. So excited about that and happy to be here. And I'm so thankful you're here and thankful that you're patient with uh, all of our technology issues. Um, but one of the things that we mentioned earlier in our little conversation was that BMG is one of the um, uh, companies that will put this film out in, in other platforms. And I told you, I think I owe BMG money. So uh, from my college days when they were six CDs for a dollar or whatever. <laughs> well, you know what? We, uh, it's a story about mulligans, do-overs. So we That's all get those. You know, we, right. we get a do-over on the show. We get to start over. We, you know, you'll probably get a free pass on your, your, uh, your, your early, uh, <laughs> That's right. selling from BMG too. So no sweat. The irony of starting this interview over again, because we took a <laughs> mulligan is, is not lost on me. It's not really yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's start. We thought what, what you and I were talking about earlier for those who probably will never hear it is that, um, uh, my wife and I went to see Top Gun in the theaters, and um, I thought it was so interesting that Tom Cruise uh, came out at the very beginning, for those that have seen Maverick, and thanked us for coming to the theater. So this, your film was released in, in um, uh, April, I believe it was, in right. theaters. Is that correct? So what has it been like um, because of the pandemic, because of people's habits now? Um, how hard was it to release a film, you know, where Tom Cruise has to come out and thank people for showing up to the theaters? How hard was that for you releasing a film? It is risky. I mean, you spend a, a tremendous amount of money to make a movie and and get it into the marketplace and uh, another tremendous amount of money in marketing a film to get it there. Uh, and people's habits have changed to some extent. Uh, I, I believe we're probably at 40 or 50 percent of what uh, pre-COVID, you know, theater goers would, uh, would, would number, uh, you know, Top Gun being kind of an exception to that. But, uh, you know, even in, in Tom Cruise's message, he was basically thanking his audience. Yes. You know, Thank you for coming back. I mean, they waited, what, two, almost two, three years to get that movie out mm-hmm. uh, because they had such an investment in it. And, uh, and he, he took the time to do that. It was very remarkable and, and very unusual, too. But it's a different day that we're in today. I mean, our our habits have changed. Uh, you know, I don't go to movies as much as I I did even before COVID myself, and and I I vote for them as an Academy member. Uh, my we have our Friday night date nights, and that's probably what we do most Friday nights is go to movies. Right. But uh, we find ourselves actually doing different things now, and uh, and I think many people do. Uh, the the movie releasing for us in April was. Uh, really before the the big summer uh push and 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 we were some theaters were just beginning to open 
And if you can imagine, go back another six to eight months, that's when we start our marketing campaign on the film. Right. Uh, a lot of theaters were not open yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it was really, you know, what do we do here and how do we do it to most effectively drive people to theater? Uh, Fathom Events did a great job with that for us. And we had a very successful theatrical uh, uh, for today's world. You know, we were right. number two, number three in the marketplace the days we released. Uh, number two, three in the marketplace today is not the same as maybe it would have been three years ago sure. uh, in terms of volume, in terms of grossing uh, in the theaters. But uh, I, I think because we've changed our habits, we've opened up a lot of other opportunities too. And uh, of course, with uh, with the video on demand, we're, we're very excited about what that'll do for us and, and uh, other multiple opportunities we have to get the movie out into the marketplace. Uh, but it's a it's a different way of thinking, and I think uh, if you look at at culture, you look today at at how we do most things, uh, we think a little differently, you know. So um, you know, you roll with that. <laughs> you do what you got to do. I love that this movie is called The Mulligan because I think for all of us since twenty nineteen, I don't even remember what year it was. Now uh, we've been all we've all been kind of doing a mulligan. We've been we've been doing a do over. Um, we've been figuring out our lives uh, in many ways. So let me ask you: When did you start filming? The, when when did this all? When did the concept start? Because I have to assume by the time you got to actually filming, you were probably somewhere in the pandemic. Is that correct? That's right. And uh, and and I, I tell people often the movie got its own mulligan. Right. Uh, you know we uh, you know the 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 book which Ken Blanchard and Wally Armstrong wrote, uh, you know, was, uh, you know, a, a year in, in making the screenplay and putting all that together. And then uh, we were uh, February, I think it was, uh, moving into North Georgia to, I think we were about 75 people in the room uh, when uh, the talk about this pandemic thing started coming up and nobody really knew what was going on. And uh, I was two weeks away from, you know, bringing in all of our actors. Uh, we were, you know, spending a lot of money on prep to get the movie started. And uh, we heard the edict from the governor of Georgia at the time that said, uh, and here was the first thing. And, and you remember it kind of, the narrative changed as we kind of began to understand what we had. Right. But the first thing was, uh, if you have more than 10 people in a room uh, in the same place, you need to to disband. Wow. Uh, and that was the first thing that came out. It was from the right. governor of Georgia. And so I'm sitting in my office and I get this notice and I look around in a bullpen and I'm thinking, well, we're a little more than that. And uh, so I looked into it uh, again. I had to do the research. Uh, I, I knew there was a pandemic coming. Everybody heard about it. But what does that really mean? Right. And uh, and, and sure enough, we uh, we had to make the decision uh, to call all the actors and say, don't come and uh, cancel flights and uh, tell 75 people to go home. Wow. And uh, and I don't know when we're coming back, but mm-hmm. uh, go home. So, uh, you know, a, a financial, you know, huge disaster uh, and, and a big letdown for everybody that was excited. And we're, you know, it's like getting ready for the Super Bowl. You're getting pumped up for the game and we're two weeks right. away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now we're shutting it all down. And, so you had uh, to shut down. Did you have to shut down production completely? 
or because it is uh, my thought in the top of my head is knowing what we know now, you could do some things outdoor, you know? So could you shoot golf shots outdoor or if you had it to do over again, would you do that now? Or were you just shut down completely? We were shut down and and it was, it became, it it became a mandate. I mean, at, uh, at the time, uh, you know, again, it was the first thing was, you know, they were trying to make it up as they went along, you know, but it was right. 10 people right. in a room, you know, and, uh, right. and then it became, okay, you got to have s- six feet between you and, and then, Masks oh yeah, we got to and... do the testing thing and we got to do all this other kinds of stuff. Uh, we, uh, we waited and, and then came back together exactly a year later. Uh, by then, you know, we at least knew what we were dealing with, uh, the, uh, the the unions that we work with, the Screen Actors Guild, the Directors Guild, uh, had put protocols in place that we had to follow, and uh, and even that was was a way different thing because now, you know, here we here before we were, you know, you go make a movie, you know, it's a, uh, it's it's everybody's working together. There's a lot of closeness. There's a lot of connectivity with people. I mean, right. And now we're dealing with this, you know, six foot barrier. We're dealing with uh, we've got about 200 people on set uh, that by union protocols have to be tested three times a week. Wow. Uh, and uh, that, which is not cheap. Right. And uh, so we right. literally had to hire a unit medical team, uh, which wasn't in the budget to come on board just to manage the medical piece of it. Uh, we had to have protocols in place to say, well, what if, you know, what if, uh, you know, one of our actors, you know, develops COVID? What if right. we have exposure to the camera crew? You know, one guy's got it. Then we got the whole camera crew that's now been around this guy. You know, what do we do with all that? Yeah. Uh, really, really difficult uh, challenges to face. But uh, we we got our mulligan. We we were able to come back. And and uh, so the mulligan got a mulligan. And yeah. uh, we got the movie made. And and miraculously, we, we got it done without any big stops and starts. I mean, we we were very, very careful. We, uh, the, the beauty of it is we were outside, as you say, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So, uh, we could, you know, do some social distancing. We, uh, we had to create some facility around that to make sure that everybody, you know, had, you know, all the accommodations they needed, uh, over and above what we would normally have done, but, um, uh, we were able to do it and get it done. And, uh, you know, that, uh, it was a challenge. It was, a it was a, a, a definitely a different way to make a movie, but uh, the the beauty of it too, I think, on screen, uh, you don't see that. Mm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we uh, we even struggled with the you know how you do a lot of the times when you're doing behind the scenes where you'll right. have a camera taking pictures of the pictures, and mm-hmm. then you get this bonus material, which is the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, we had the kind of weird discussions of. Now, wait a minute, you know, he's got a mask on and he's running a camera, right. you know, and now we're talking about him behind the scenes with a mask. Do we want to get him to take his mask off? And it's like, oh, no, we can't do that because we're making a movie and protocols is so right. <laughs> you have all these things you have to run with. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was it was quite interesting. And, uh, uh, you know, we uh, were we're very pleased with what uh, what came out of it and and uh, the performances, the the beauty of the locations. Uh, it worked really, really well, but uh, it was a huge challenge. I love, and I'm sorry if we, you know, we're spending time, we're here to talk about the movie and I do want to talk about the movie in a minute, it, just for those listening. But I, I, what I appreciate is the fact that we, we all walk through this, but we see it in our lens, our little world. You know, my kid's swim meet got canceled. My son's baseball game got canceled. You know, 
think about this for a minute for, for anyone listening, like there's other people too that, you know, maybe you didn't have to go to work anymore. Maybe you got to work from home and, you know, for every single person, every single listener, I don't know where this lands, but everybody was different, but I wanted so thankful that you would give this perspective as someone trying to create a film in the midst of this and the challenges that you faced, you know, we all challenged, we all had our own quote unquote challenges. And I mean that very, you know, like, cause you should put them in quotations. Our challenges were different than other people's challenges, but you had money on the line. You had a, a vision on the line and all that was on the line right when this hits. So thank you for taking us through that, because I think that is important to know. And another reason for us to support this incredible film. So, Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate you walking through that with us. The second question, this is a faith-based film. How much was your faith tested in this in this entire process, much like we just talked about? How much did you have to lean on your faith about mulligans and life? Oh, in, in, in every way. I think that, uh, you know, the, the the point is, you know, you, you have to take the... Uh, uh, you know the, the challenges and the uh, the hurdles that are put before you, and and just uh, you know some of them that are kind of out of your control, and uh, it it really it 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 I think parallels where we I think need to be in a relationship with God uh, to a point that uh, you know uh, when when things are are beyond what we can do we 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 have to look to Him, but we should be looking to Him in all things that we do and every path that we take and and everything that we do. And, um, you know, there was definitely that. Uh, I can tell you this was a unique f- uh, film set. Uh, every morning before we started, uh, we we called on different people to do a little short devotional and, wow. and to do a little prayer. And the prayer was mostly about safety. Yeah. It was about health. It was about, uh, you know, uh, encouraging each other to, you know, w- with their attitude, with their spirits, because, uh, yeah, you know, one of the things that happened, there were a lot of really good things that happened through this whole COVID thing in that I think families were kind of forced together. Yeah. We were forced into environments where we had to deal with stuff that uh, as a family, you needed. And I have a lot of people that say, boy, I've never spent more time with my kids right. uh, than, than being at home and not having to go to work every day. Um, but obviously a tremendous amount of challenges that came with that too. And and along with that anxieties, uh, uh you know, fears of, you know, of, of, you know, what could happen to me and then very real things that, that uh, we experienced with loss uh, right. in, in families and, and friends and people close to us. I don't think there's anybody that, that wasn't touched in, in, right. in, in all of those ways. So uh, we felt it was very important that we, uh, uh, we, we pray for the, uh, you know, the, those anxieties, those fears, the, the uh, the issues we were dealing with on a daily basis, and uh, so in, in many ways, although we were not physically you know giving hugs and 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 attaboys and high fives, it brought us closer, you know, yeah. and uh, it it really uh, you know we were there uh, overcoming obstacles together and and dealing with things that were beyond our control. So yeah. we you know and th- those are the times we we seem forced more to look to God. But like I say, we should at all times, but. Right. Uh, Right. You know, uh, that, uh, that we really experienced in a great way. I love that you started every day that way. Um, and I think it leads us directly into the film. So the film itself, incredible cast. Um, I have to ask this question right off the top. How incredible was it to work with the amazing Pat Boone? I mean, like the guy's a legend. So, 
<laughs> Pat was 87 years old and uh, he, he just brought it every day. He did. Uh, yeah, I knew he, he, he loved golf and, and played uh, golf quite a bit. But, uh, you know, he uh, uh, he was on every day. He had uh, all the energy. He, you know, I've, I've dealt with a lot of elderly actors in other films. Uh, I won't mention any of them. But they sometimes have struggled with memory, struggle with their lines, struggle with the energy, keeping it up, you know, keeping it there for, you know, 12 hours that we're shooting in a day or whatever it happens to be. Never with Pat. Uh, he he was always on. Uh, he, he knew his lines and, and delivered them right. And uh, uh, it was a joy to work with. Uh, the guy's remarkable. He's pretty yeah. amazing. It's incredible. What a cast too. I mean, you have an incredible cast. Um, so let's talk about the film itself for anybody not familiar. If you didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters, it is available, uh, August, uh, I apologize. It's in front 16th. of me. August, thank you. 16th. August 16th. So it's, it's available on most of the streaming services. Is that how we would find that? Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to do a, an Amazon prime initially, and, awesome. uh, we'll also have, uh, you know, a DVD released exclusive with, uh, with Walmart. Awesome. Uh, nobody sells DVDs still like Walmart does. Right. And uh, they, they loved the film, gave it an in-camp cap presence. So we'll have a, a very featured presence with, uh, with Walmart. So uh, it'll be available everywhere. And, and uh, some of the, I think the, uh, uh, I want to call them secondary, but other markets, once the uh, uh, video demand is out, we'll, we'll get it also, you know, weeks down the road, some of the, the Christian uh, releasing companies like Pure Flix and awesome. uh, Christian Cinema and some of the others as well. So everybody will have it yeah. uh, eventually. But um, you know, we're we're very excited about uh, about the opportunity to get it out to uh, to the world to see and uh, and be a part of. One of the things that happened in our campaign, we we had, like I say, we had you know not as great of a theatrical as we'd love to have had, but we had you know, pre-COVID, post-COVID, we had. Uh, we were number two in the marketplace nationwide with our theatrical, which is Amazing. pretty good. Right. Uh, so right. we were excited about that. But we also had a lot of people that that maybe didn't feel comfortable going to theaters or for whatever reason didn't get to see it in that environment. And uh, we've gotten a lot of calls, a lot of social media responses of how can I see the movie now? Where can I see the movie now? So uh, uh, August 16th, we'll say you can see it everywhere and uh, every day. So we're excited about that. In a post-COVID world and in a streaming world, just for this audience, um, that helps you, right? Like, if, because at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I think Amazon Prime is highly underrated for their content. I love, I, and most of us have Amazon because it's Amazon, right? Like it's whatever it uses. Um, I, I, I'm telling you, I think their streaming platform is highly underrated with the quality of product that they put out. Um, but when someone streams that, does that help you all? Hopefully, that that's a way of giving back to well, you yeah. in some way. That absolutely does. Yeah. That's uh that that's a that is becoming a, a a distribution norm in terms of getting product in the marketplace. And absolutely it does. Good. Uh we uh and, and the more response we get, kind of you you kind of uh you know, like anything else, the the more in demand the product is, the uh uh the higher response it gets and the and the more that Amazon then puts back into it to uh, right, right. to build it, it just kind of you know rises all boats. Right. So, uh, yeah, we, we want to encourage everybody that, that, you know, just almost like theatrical, uh, you know, that opening weekend is so critical to a movie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, opening weekend and streaming and, 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 uh, and a DVD with Walmart, uh, they'll continue to reorder a day and date reorder. Uh, very important. Uh, 
And uh, so we're encouraging people to, to, you know, to, to be there that weekend to help us that uh, August 16th week. So anybody listening to this, please, if you've loved this interview so far, it doesn't do anything for me. This is really about Rick and this film and his heart and his passion and the actors and and what they had to go through. Um, Put it on your calendar. Stop right now. Pause this podcast. uh, Put it on your calendar. August 16th. Like go like let's what let's all get behind it because it's incredible. Um, And it's a labor of love. It really is. And at this point, that's how we can support you because people aren't going back to theaters as we've already discussed. So uh, that being said, how, what is the, what's the movie about just in case anybody's listening and they're like, I don't know what this is about. What is it about? <laughs> well, we started our, our, our stories talking about second chances. A mulligan right. is a, a parable of second chances is a, the byline for the movie. Uh, it's a second chance. And uh we uh, we told the story based on a book by uh, Ken Blanchard, who's kind of the business guru of the world. Uh, One Minute Manager was his his big first book, which sold I don't know how many millions, a lot of them. And uh, and then Wally Armstrong, who wrote the book with him, Wally's a touring pro. Uh, so they got together and did this story around the game of life uh, with golf. And uh, so it's uh, it's it's a beautiful. Uh, basically telling of the, of this parable through the game of golf. But uh, it really deals with a corporate executive who has a lot of issues in his life. He has a very successful business. On the outside, he's driving the right car, looking the, looking the part. Uh, right. He's got everything going for him. But uh, behind the scenes, there's a lot going on. He's, uh, he's estranged from his wife, which uh, has caused a terrible relationship with his son who hates him and uh, there's uh, you know, everything else in, is in turmoil. And, and what he doesn't know, and we learned through the course of the movie, is you know, even internally with his business, there's uh, there's some things going on that, uh, that are going to upset the apple cart. And uh, so he goes to this tournament that uh, he's a sponsor of, and, and he uh, gets uh, paired with a, a, a pro, a real pro, which uh, Tom Lehman, uh, who most people know, was number one in the world. And uh, won the British Open, uh, you know, won the the Masters. Uh, he uh, he's did a phenomenal role with the film, but he gets paired with Tom, and and his goals are to you know impress Tom with what a great golfer he is, and and what a hot shot he is, you know, what a big deal he is in the business mm-hmm. world, and, and uh, he has a terrible time. He he you know he, he just makes a fool of himself on the course, <laughs> winds up breaking his club you know, over his knee on one of the, one of the holes. And at which point Tom Lehman comes up, puts his arm around him and says, you know, you're not really that good to get that mad. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a fun line in the movie. Uh, And, uh, but, but it's Tom who then introduces him, wants to get, get through with the round. And he's feeling pretty low about himself. And he says, you know what, I need to, need to introduce you to uh, uh, one of my dad's buddies. He's, they just call him the old pro and maybe he can help you. And uh, so that's how we introduce, uh, you know, Paul, who's played by Eric Close, uh, you know, Eric from the you know Nashville TV series from Magnificent Seven. Right. Uh, he gets introduced to Pat Boone, who is the old pro, and uh, he thinks he's going to fix his golf game. Uh, and as the old pro digs into his life and begins to to see the the things going on in his world, uh, Paul gets a do over in life and. Uh, so that's the movie. And uh, uh, the, the beauty of it, I think, is because of the, the father-son relationship, the husband-wife relationship. 
uh, we really broaden the base of a story that that's not just around golf, but it's around life and and it affects uh, everyone. And uh, you know, the the thing that in testing the movie early on that we were very very pleased with is to hear women say, "This is not just a golf movie. This is something that you know I need to take my husband to, wow. and uh, I need to take my my teenage son to." And so uh, we're excited about that, and that's that. That is hope. What we hope to accomplish with it. How hard is it um, getting getting a crew? I mean, this is an amazing staff. It really is. the 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 team that put this this film together. You mentioned a few of the names. How hard is it to uh, put together a team like that? Again, you did this in the midst of a pandemic. Did you? Did you? Um, so I'm sorry. Offshoot. Uh, welcome to Unscripted. Did you? Um, uh, I, I'm so sorry. I don't know the words to use. The did you st- uh, staff is the only thing I can think of because I'm I'm not thinking right. But how did you um, equip this? Uh, how, how did you come up with the roster of people doing the film? I'm so sorry it took me that long to get to it. Um, how, how did you? How did you? Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, it's cast and crew. Cast. Thank you so much. How did you cast the? Gosh, that was yeah. really hard. That shouldn't have been that hard. Um, how did you cast this crew? And did you do it before the pandemic? Uh, this is an incredible, incredible cast. Yeah, we had we had everything in play, uh, and and this is an incredible thing too. We had we had uh, you know fifty two actors in the movie that had principal roles. That's right. a lot of people. And and we had uh, an ensemble cast of eight that, that had very significant roles uh, in the film. And uh, everyone was cast ready to come. And then again, two weeks before we send everybody home. Uh, one of the things that we thought of too, is we'll, we'll never get 52 people back again. You know, we'll be recasting, you know, who knows if, if Pat will be able to come, who knows if Paul will be able to play his role. A uh, remarkable thing, uh, every one of our cast made it back. Wow. And uh, we didn't lose a one. And wow. uh, it was, uh, I mean, it was it was kind of like, you know, everybody's been in this incubator for this time because, you know, uh, I don't care, you know, if you're you know, an A-list actor in Hollywood or, you know, you're you're working in a salt mine somewhere, you know, you're quarantined. Right, <laughs> right. COVID. So right. everybody was dealing with the same stuff. And so everybody was anxious to work. So in that sense, uh, it was, you know, we, we felt that, you know, there was an energy that was like, yeah, we're going to work again. Uh, the crew that we used, um, we, we had our department heads that uh, were phenomenal. Uh, uh, you know, Michael Seibel, who directed and, and also directed The Ultimate Gift with me many years ago, which was James Garner, Brian Dennehy, Abigail Breslin. Wow. Wow. Uh, brought uh, brought Michael back to to work with me again and and the the we we together kind of assembled a a phenomenal crew of uh, you know of people of filmmakers of storytellers to to do this uh, uh we had uh, everything just kind of dynamic just to, it came together and i think part of that was the fact that you know we'd been sitting around on our hands for how long and right. everybody was ready to go back to work you know yeah yeah. And uh, it was it was quite remarkable that we we just uh, you know kept calling people and they says yep I'm there wow. you know and uh, yeah it's it, when you when you wait a year things change typically and people's schedules change or you know well I got this other movie I got to do but there was right. none of that it was they were ready and uh, so it was that was a that was a phenomenal thing to see come back together. I have to think their perspective changes. I mean it changed for all of us. You know our perspective yeah. so. 
I have to think they came back. I think you mentioned this as you were saying that um, they probably came back stronger and, and I don't want to say better, but, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I think we all came back yeah. ready to work harder to, to, because we realized we could miss it in a moment in a, in a one mandate. And we're all of a sudden not, we can't do what we love to do anymore. And, and so I think we all gathered that appreciation. Did you find that the actors came? I think you said this already, but uh, it sounds yeah. like they came back ready to really, really get after it again. There was a bigger sense of purpose, I think, you know, right. and, and I think that happened across the board uh, because we realized that a lot of things were taken away from us, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. call it freedoms, just call it whatever. whatever. But uh, right. you know, a lot of the things that that we 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 normally took for granted uh, as they were taken away, it's like, wow, what do you mean I can't go to church Sunday morning? Right. You know, uh, what do you mean I can't do this? I can't do that. I you know, we always have pizza on Friday nights at our famous pizza place, you know, but yeah. it's closed. What do you mean it's closed? What am I getting? You know, uh, things changed. And so uh, I think that really, uh, you know, that, that in many ways, we came together with a purpose with, a, you know, the world got to do over. And mm-hmm. we we realized that uh, in the course of this story, the message of the story, uh, parable of second chances, well, the, the greatest second chance uh, that that we have as as Christians and as believers is our relationship with with God mm-hmm. and uh, with Christ. And so, uh, underlying this message uh, was that, and uh, and so there was a there was a stronger sense of purpose in that, I think, and 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 it it validated you know a lot of the messaging uh, because of what we've been through. So uh, that was that was huge. Yeah. yeah. Rick, your time has been amazing. You have been amazing uh, in giving me a mulligan with our technology and things that have happened. And as evidence of the amount of dings um, that you're getting an email while we're on this, this interview, you are a busy man. And uh, I'm so thankful for your time and this opportunity. Just, just, I think for our listeners, I know myself, I, I, I'm fascinated by the entire process. And, and then if you inject what all of us went through in terms of a pandemic into a process that I still don't understand, uh, it makes it even more interesting for me. And um, you've put together an amazing film. I hope everyone will August 16th um, go on Prime, go on you know the, the various places it will be available. Please support the film. It, it's so important. It really is because we're not going back to theaters yet unless it's a, you know, and God bless Top Gun and Maverick, which was an amazing film. But, you know, I think for most of us, we're not going back to theaters like we used to. And so the, the least we can do for those of you, those of, um, uh, you know, the people like you that are working very hard, that's what we can do to support you is to uh, to get behind, a, especially a film that has purpose and an amazing purpose. I think all of us have been through a mulligan. And if you haven't yet in life, buckle up because you're probably going to need one. Uh, you know, incredible uh, parable that that we can all probably go through. And some of us have a, had multiple. So um, I'm just thankful well, for thank your you. time. Absolutely. Well, thank you for helping us get the word out. I uh, appreciate that very much. And that's uh that's what we're all about now is letting people know it's there. And uh, thank you for being part of that. Appreciate it. Well, and as we said, I, I get to Orlando quite regularly uh, for a, a, a friend of mine. And so uh, next time I'm in Orlando, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shout you out. We may, uh, we may have yeah. to get together. I'd, I'd love to continue this conversation over dinner, just you and I, uh, and uh, there's uh, so much I'd love to learn and hear, but uh, let's get on the film. So places they can find the film, uh, you said Amazon prime. 
would be number one on August 16th. Are there others you mentioned? Yeah, well, Walmart will have a DVD release. Walmart, right. uh, I also have it available on their online sites. Okay. Uh, you know, shortly after that, uh, all of the Christian, uh, you know, Pure Flicks, uh, you know, if you subscribe to that or Christian Cinema, there's there's several other uh, streaming uh, companies that will have it available also. Uh, and, uh, and so it'll, it'll be far and wide. Uh, we have our international distributor, your friend, BMG, <laughs> that will have it across the world. So available everywhere. <laughs> That's right. We're not going to put that out because I don't want them. I don't want to pay my bill over there. Um, you can also find the trailers on YouTube, but is there a website as well? I assume there's a website. Yes. You can go to the mulliganmovie.com, uh, or Facebook page, all of that. There's always updates and postings happening there. And, uh, so you can get uh, you know a, a wealth of information and stories about uh, what happened while we were filming. Even it's uh, a lot of behind the scenes stuff there too. So uh, yeah, awesome. I encourage you to check out the site. Check out themulliganmovie.com or go to our Facebook page, which is just the Mulligan Movie. And I will have that in this post as well. Um, thank you so much for your time. This this has been awesome. Thank you for your grace uh, and and the Mulligan that you gave me in terms of the technology. I, Ugh. But anyway, I'm so thankful for our time today. This has been wonderful. I, I so appreciate you so much and the opportunity to, to just spend some time with you. Same here. Appreciate right. it. Best of luck on the film. So it's uh, the mulliganmovie.com. Is that right? Yep. Mulliganmovie.com, August 16th. And uh, please get behind the film. Thank you so much, Rick. This has been wonderful. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conn. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.